Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yeah. Two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You got problems, by the way. Yeah, man. <laughs> I do. And, and it, it's called Jonas and Roberto. Yeah. And Lee. <laughs> it's, oh, man. It is a uh, St. Patty's Day. It's a uh, start of the NCAA tournament day. And it goes all the way yeah. up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Can Pacific. Is this some dropkick Murphys? Is this the only Irish music we have? Isn't this the Brady Quinn? Hit the button. Is it? Yeah. Is this Hit the Brady? Brady Quinn game show no, music? No, no, no. I mean, seriously. If Brady Quinn is asking why not drop kick Murphy and you're racist. playing this, thank you. Yeah. Berto, you're, you're guilty, I'm confused dude. by but, this right yeah. now. How it's racist. That's a good well, point. It's racist because he's playing the same exact song, like assuming that you like it. Oh, that, yeah, that's the only song we can play. That's no, what I'm I, I get what you're yeah, saying now. Yeah. I get what you're saying. It's racist. Yeah. He stereotyped me. It's like, oh, this is the only that's Irish right. music out there. That's like, correct. You too. The Cranberries. Yes. Uh, Hoyser. Yeah. There's a plenty of other Irish, you yeah. know, performers out Take there. Take me to church. Is yeah. that a, was that yeah. a Hosier? Is that what his name Hoyser. is? Hoyser. Yeah. yeah. You hey, sure it's not Hosier? Who? Did, did you see Acquiesce earlier? I mean, yeah. you, you're the uh, the wordsmith today. You I don't the know. The wordsmith <laughs> of the day award. A Hoyser? Like, I, it just feels like it was Jose. I, what do I know? Uh, yeah, Jose. I know. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, Jose. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, it was like your band named D. Chevelle. Well, yeah, that what, what you called your like, band? Uh, D. Chevelle? You know, uh, not, not very good. That's <laughs> like, what they were. The, 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 the Chevy? Yeah. Is that what it's called? The Chevy? Yeah, the Chevy. D. Chevelle. Yeah, I got your D. Chevy right here in the bar. You see that D. Chevy? I got that D. Chevy. Who? The Chevy. You know? The Chevelle in the in the, in the driveway with no oh, no wheels, no tires. Uh, well, there is a band. There is a band named Chevelle. Uh, there's that, uh, but uh, you know that's a, who cares. Uh, more important than that, uh, let's get to the most important part of this conversation. Happy St. Patty's Day, everyone! Yeah, uh, great. Are we having a green pancake yet? I think that's a uh, green pancakes oh, the, and soda the, bread. The, the girls are up. They're having their green pancakes, green eggs. Uh, the wife did not make soda bread. At some point, we will have soda, soda bread today, though. Uh, the, the girls don't like corned beef and hash, so it's unfortunate. How as we can about. you not like corned beef do, and hash? I do, LeVar. Right. As you know with kids, they get a little picky. Okay. So, All right. Yeah. We're All not right. going to lose that battle All trying right. to feed them something we know they're not going to eat. Oh, my God. We tried before. Do you put, like do you put the, the, the over easy egg on them? Uh, no, because they don't like it that way. I do. I'm saying, so do you I, do I will it? have that. Yes, you I will have that. Later on the egg on it. All right. Yep. Corned beef is the only shredded meat I like. Like shredded meat. Uh, like my wife's in-laws, they make a lot of shredded beef. Uh, it's just awful. That, that's Corned not beef, true. Though. You said you like Lavar, and he's shredded meat. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's a good. Yeah. Look at that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that meat. My meat certainly <laughs> is shredded. <laughs> that is a you, good you point. You got that right. That is a good point. It was a falling off the bone. A totem pole of flesh. There you go, 
Unbelievable. All right, so we uh, we transitioned uh, smoothly here, uh, the NFL, uh, where Pete Carroll had uh, you know some interesting things to say yesterday. Uh, Pete yeah. Carroll, uh, but it, it was funny to see uh, the two different press conferences where uh, the Seahawks were trying to say, well, you know, Russell made it clear that uh, he wanted to go elsewhere, and Russell was trying to make the claim that, well, you know, it was a mutual decision. It's like. I, come on, this has been a year in the works. Like, like we, we've known something was going to happen a year in the works, and both parties have lied to you multiple times. John Schneider and, and Pete Carroll uh, tried to say at the combine, "Well, we have no uh, intention of trading Russell Wilson." We have Russell Wilson saying, "Man, I want to be here for the rest of my career," and yet here we are. Russell Wilson couldn't be happier with his orange tie and his same canned responses to questions from the media in Denver. And Pete Carroll and John Schneider just look like a couple of used car salesmen. Hey. Like everybody. Everybody's full of crap. Can, can I be real? I know they got a lot back in exchange or in return, but I don't know. I, the more I'm looking at Denver and what they're doing this offseason, the more I feel like they're going to get the better end of this deal. I, like, I, I don't know that anything's going to change for the Seahawks with the draft capital that they got. It's not like, by the way, John Schneider's been good, or Pete Carroll for that matter, utilizing those picks of late. And the players they got in return, they said they were high on Drew Locke coming out in the draft. Okay. So he's your guy this year? Is, is, is that the direction they're going this year? They, he's going to be the starter then? Are, are they still looking for guys? Are they done? I mean, it's just – I think the Seahawks are in a really, really tough position. Um, by the way, if you could, Jonas, look up their over-under win total. I don't know if that's posted oh, God, yet this feed year. Feed me. Feed me. Feed I, me. I would, I would guess it's at six and a half, All and right. I'll take the under. Okay. Well, that's, well, that's not a story of my life. Uh, LeVar, you want to take a guess? At, uh, <laughs> guess six and a half? <laughs> LeVar, LeVar, you want to guess the uh, Seahawks over-under win total here uh, as we uh, have some fun uh, yeah. and uh, um, trying to get fired? Guess the over-under on their wins. Uh, yeah, I'm probably give them eight. Okay, I give them eight. So you All take right. the over. Okay. Yeah. Uh... If, if it's six and a half, you said six and a half. Uh, six. Yeah. So you're. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm guessing it's six and a half. Okay. I'll so take the me, over. Uh, All right. Let me go ahead and. Uh... I can't seem to find it yet. I will work on that. Uh, I thought this was going to be a lot easier, but apparently they're waiting until free agency comes about before uh, people start to post those. But yeah, guess who do guess they play this about year? Six. Like who who do they play out of out of conference or uh, out of division? Let me pull that up real quick. Just talk about something right yeah, now. Yeah, okay. Because uh, well, it, it, let, uh, let me say this. So if you go back to last year, okay, if that gives you any indication, I think their win total was what? Was it ten? Does that sound right for last year? Uh, Seems kind of hot. NFC South, AFC West. So uh, uh, upon further yeah, review, we'll yeah, put the Seahawks at three. Under. I'm going to take the under. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's not, the uh, not an ideal situation. The NFC West and what? The NFC South? Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, they're going to get all their way. wins in the South. Who, who do you say they're going to beat within their division? Who would you say at home definitively they could beat? Oh, that's easy. I, I, uh, no one? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no one in the NFC West. Yeah, uh, nobody. I mean I, 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 I would put so on the road you'd have to say they're going to be a, a large underdog to every one of those teams. I just unless Trey Lance ends up being awful and you know Garoppolo moves on, he's not a part of that. I, I have a hard time believing that they aren't the worst team in that division. And and they're and they're going to get exposed. I mean they'll be competitive because it's a Pete Carroll team. 
but they're going to get exposed to a degree. Now, they, they can still make some moves, but it doesn't look good right now. Who's who's worse than them in the NFC? Outside of Chicago, New I mean, York, the East NFC East, you could take your probably pick. the Lions. I mean, the Lions are part of that. Oh yeah, I forgot about the Lions. NFC How could I forget South. about the Lions? Well, All right, but they're they're sale. they're a bottom four team in the NFC. Yeah. Yeah. See, I fair. did that there. I had bottom three, and I just adjusted because I forgot about the Lions. A little bottom four there. That's, That's how it right. works. Hey, the know? Lions forgot about themselves so far in free agency. <laughs> the only guy they've signed is DJ Charles. Yeah, well, so. come on. Yeah. They've, uh, been, they've been really active so far. They've got a really agency. good team. They're just laying in the, you know, in the bushes. They're laying, they're, 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 they're laying in the weeds. When was it the third or fourth wave uh, free agents that, uh, that the Lions are going to be uh, taking a run at here at some point? It's not looking good. You want to hear uh, Pete Carroll talk about about another quarterback. I mean, this is good oh, stuff, man. Yeah, this, this is, is good stuff. Lavar's going to save the franchise. I mean, like Lavar's guy, uh, Colin Kaepernick, uh, has been uh, at the forefront of the conversation in the NFL again because he was working out. Little nine-second clip of him working out with Tyler Lockett and throwing a five-yard out. He must be ready for an NFL return. And Pete Carroll, the head coach of the Seahawks with the need at quarterback, is discussing it. You're going to ask questions about Colin Kaepernick. I mean, I, I know. You're going to ask him, so let me just put it out there. He contacted me the other day. said, hey, I'd like, I'd like to get a shot. You know, I'm, I'm working out. And so he sent me some videos. The next thing I know, he's working out with Tyler Lockett. I don't know how that happened. But he's does that guy deserve a second shot? I, I think he does. Somewhere. I don't know if it's here. I don't know where it is. I don't know if it's even in football. I don't know. But it's just people get a second opportunity at, at, at their lifetime opportunities, and they can make the most of it if, they, if they're ready for it and, and all that. I don't know. I, I don't mean to send out any mixed messages about that, but I wanted you to understand that that's how serious this is. It's second chance time. Yeah, can what, I, can, what, can, what the hell did he just say? Can I get a word salad with Carol dressing on the what, side, please? What? Yeah, can I get... Uh, what? That was now, unbelievable. My, my, immediate <laughs> response, my immediate response is this. Sign him. Yes. You seem to be the only team that's speaking publicly about <laughs> Colin Kaepernick that's been in touch with Colin Kaepernick, and you happen to have a need at quarterback now. Sign him. If you're so bullish on Colin Kaepernick, stop talking about it and sign him. Now, I, I, the second chance thing got taken out of context a bit, as, as you would imagine. I know this is going to be shocking to everyone. People started to run with it on social media. Like, what do you mean Colin Kaepernick needs a second chance? What, did he do something wrong? Um, for all the clowns out there who wanted to run with that on Twitter in particular <laughs> and take it out of context, he also referred to Russell Wilson in Denver as a second chance. So he was more making a, a general broad discussion of a second opportunity, second chance, whatever you want to call it, okay? So let's not go down that rabbit hole of, oh, well, what did he do a second chance for? What did he do wrong? That wasn't what he was saying. He was just saying he thinks that, yeah, and then he, by the way, he didn't just say football. He said whatever else that is, whatever else that next thing is. So I, I just, he's been the only one who's been like outspoken about it. Sign him then. Sign him to your team. Do, do what the Jaguars did with Tim Tebow. If he wants to come back and play and he says, hey, I want to try a different position, okay. Urban Meyer, who he was close friends with, decided to sign him, gave him a shot. If Pete Carroll and Colin Kaepernick are that close and they're texting each other, sign him. You've got a need for it. You've got a whole offseason now to put him on the roster, see what he's capable of. Why not, why not do it? He really did drop, right? He did name drop on him. Like, he did, he did phone flex on him. Like, yeah, Cap. 
Cap texted me up the other day, said he was throwing, sent me some videos, showed me the videos, you know. You'll see the video, by the way. Sent me some video clips, you know. The next thing you know, hey, he's throwing the Tyler Lockett. Like, Good stuff, I don't man. know how that yeah, happened, he, but it happened, Tyler you know. Tyler the bus. Oh, yeah. man, he's just, he was dropping. He was just did, all kinds of names dropping. Did you guys dropping. see the video, by the way, that yes. was posted? Yeah, there, well, I think there were I mean, two. I, I, I'm literally going to, I'm going to post, I'm going to go film a video and post a video. I mean, they did it in Napoleon <laughs> if, if, Dynamite. If that's, if that's what it equates to look NFL ready. I'll tell you right now, I woke up at 5 o'clock today. I got a little workout in. Uh, I'm, I'm NFL ready. Yeah. I, I'm NFL ready at this point. If, if that's all you need to do to look quote-unquote NFL ready. Now we're ready. Jesus. Now, now we're now ready. I'm ready. Yeah, yeah, it's a real no, I'm not done. Now we're ready. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the way, I'm going to call right now. They're not signing Colin Kaepernick. It's not happening. And I would say it's probably a benefit to Kaepernick that he doesn't get signed because he can continue on with the narrative that I can't get a shot. Uh, I, I can't get a shot from anybody in the league. Uh, so it just it continues with the conversation, and it's better for his brand now, that he now, doesn't get hold signed. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Kaepernick is not going to use that as an excuse that he can't get signed. He's just he's he wants to play football. That's that's it. There's yeah. nothing more to it. No well, no agendas. XFL, know. USFL. Well, I that's mean, not. Is he- He's, he's too there? he's too good for those leagues, okay? Like yeah. let's let's be clear here. Kaepernick is is too good of a quarterback to play in the XFL or the the new um what is that? The the CFF the, what is it? The, uh, the USFL. USFL. The yeah, that's it. yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. yeah. We love the USFL I mean, he here could go, Fox. Why hasn't he gone to the Canadian <laughs> League by the way? Why why wouldn't he go to that that's the one I would say go to. Go Go to the Canadian Football League. Play for the Argonauts. And well, the, and, you know. because, uh, you know, a guy like uh, Colin Kaepernick with all his Pro Bowl appearances. Oh, wait. Um, I'm not really sure, LeVar. That's a good question. Why are you Cap today, man? I'm just, I'm just tired of, of, of people pushing it. It's been six years. Like, it's been six years. I mean, at some point, like, I, what are we doing here? See, here's – I'm going to tell you guys, and I'm, I'll just be yeah, just oh, yeah, kind of yeah. joking, but here's a serious take, all right? Yeah. The problem that Kaepernick is going to have, there's no, there's no reason not to give him an opportunity to come in and try out. Whether he looks NFL ready, whether he can deliver the ball, whether he can decipher uh, what the new playbooks and plays are at this point, there's no problem bringing him in if he's just a free agent and he's out there and he's saying he's available, right? That happens all the time. Guys call up old coaches. They bring them in. They give them opportunities. They try out. The problem you run into now is because he's such a polarizing figure and he is so supported by by certain, you know, certain groups and categories is that the moment he comes into your facility, you now have to take on every single thing that's going to come your way. It's going to go from a feel-good story of bringing in Cap to to have a tryout and to have an opportunity to every single thing that happens from that moment on will be based upon he didn't get it because of. This didn't happen because of. He's not getting a fair opportunity because of. It will never be enough. If he makes the if he makes it to the OTAs or to the mini camps, why isn't he getting more reps? It's because of. If he gets a few reps, why isn't he getting more reps? It's because of. If you let him go or if he's on scout team, it's because of. Everything will be because of. If you let him go, it's because of. What Am I going to risk a whole bunch of 
people, you know, protesting and saying that Cap has yeah. been done wrong the wrong I, way. I, I, I get, I get all that, and, and that's part of it. The I wouldn't do though, it. The truth, though, is is this too. He played his best football a decade ago, and it was at a time when he was there was running more. Uh, the offense was more creative. Harbaugh kind of caught everyone off guard back in 2013 where they went on that run. They came back the next year and everyone adjusted. And, you know, if you, if you look at them statistically, like the passing was about the same. But they kind of figured him out. And at no point in his career afterwards was he able to develop into the player that could be looked at as a franchise starter. The, tr- the truth is, and no one wants to hear it because they want to make it a race issue, is it was a quarterback issue. Mm. He became a guy who you knew what he was. It's no different than looking at the Cleveland Browns and them saying, yeah, you, you, we know what he is now. He and wasn't like, starting, right? Th- th- he wasn't that's, starting it, before even all of this stuff took place. So that's, well, no, no, but, that's, but that's a very important is, piece of it. Well, yeah, you're you, right. You, we, we found out that like, we knew what he was. Cleveland feels like they know what Baker Mayfield is. And that's why they want to upgrade to Deshaun Watson. It got to a point where the league felt like they knew what he was when he went 3-16 and 16 as a starter. Trust me, I've been there. Been there as a guy who was drafted to be the guy when it doesn't work out. The league thinks they know what you are. And you know what happens? Those opportunities start coming less and less, and even more so when you've got something going on off the field. You know who called his last game as a quarterback in the NFL? I do. Yeah, this guy. And I remember talking to players and talking to the team about everything else. His demonstration regardless of how you feel about it, no doubt played an impact on that team that year. With everything else that was going on, Trent Baalke and the power struggle there with him and Chip Kelly that whole year. And, and granted, he wasn't healthy coming into the season, but there was other things going on there too. It played a factor and a role into the lack of success, him being 1-10 in 10 as a starter, even though st- statistically he looked okay in that offense. The reality was is he had kind of showcased that, hey, He's probably not a starter anymore. Does he even want to be a backup? Is that what he wants to be? Like, does he want to come in and play for a team? And that's the big – to me, that's – again, what I said, what you're saying, even if you were brought in to be a backup, and that's exactly what I was thinking when you were saying what you were saying, he could have an opportunity to try to be a backup. But you know what? It's not going to be enough. It's going to be because of he's a backup because of you're not looking at him as a as a legitimate starter because of it's not going to ever be based on the reality or the facts. It's going to be based off of emotions. And that's a dangerous place to put yourself in in a fan driven sport. It's just it's just dangerous and and it's not worth the risk. It's meritocracy. That's what football is. The best players play. They're not given anything. And it, it, you're getting to the point where it feels like, well, whether or not you feel like there was an opportunity stolen from him in the past, it's to a point now where you'd be giving him a roster spot, very similar to Tim Tebow. No one felt he was deserving of it then. Are there, there going to be a bunch of guys who are trying to fight for roster spots? And you haven't seen this guy in six years playing the league, and you're People saying – were happy as hell they got rid of yeah. Tim Tebow. Now, now imagine if you put that – if you put Kaepernick in the same situation, and, what's and, the and reaction? There, there might be quarterbacks that don't admit it, but there's going to be a lot of guys who are ticked off about a guy who you know hasn't been in the league for six years, but they're just going to give him a shot to go to go on and make a roster. Everyone's going to say that that should be me. 
I'm a younger player. I was on a roster last year. I've been working hard, too. Like, I'm better. That's the thing about it. Exactly. <laughs> well, well, I'm look, better. Uh, Cam Newton was in that same draft class as Colin Kaepernick. His resume is far and away better than Kaepernick's, and Cam Newton's got not getting any calls right now. So, like, uh, it's just – And, and I, why is that? Because they feel like they know yes. what he is as yep. a quarterback. That's what people need. It's not a race issue. It's not. Once the league figures out what you are and they feel like they know what your ceiling is, whether you're a winner, whatever they label you as, once they figure it out, that then determines what opportunities, if any, you have at that point. And that, that's where, obviously, Colin Kaepernick was at some point. And clearly, the off-the-field stuff played a role. But at the, at six years later, like, give me a break. It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio brought to you by one of our favorite cities, Las Vegas, your home for live sports. And that means all sports, every game, match, race, and competition. It is always on. Now go on and plan your trip at visitlasvegas.com to see the best and brightest in Vegas, the greatest arena on earth. All right, so coming up next, somebody in the NFL got paid. But was it the right move? We'll get into that conversation with you right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Yeah. Oh, me lads. Me heart's pounding. Does drop does Dropkick Murphys have a second song, or they just play this one on a? Yeah, they got some other songs. They got some other songs. It's two pros and a cup of Joe. I played this for the girls this morning. Did you? Yeah, they like it. I did. That was the first song they played out of the gate. Got them all pumped up. Got them fired up. Oh man, I mean, gets me fired. How pumped up are they? How pumped up are they that they're forever connected to the greatest football player of all time? Like, this song will always be synonymous with Tom Brady and, and the Patriots. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a th- I, I mean, I, I don't really know the, the, the catch there. I mean, Notre Dame plays it for their coming out music. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't. Nah, it's not even close. Well, actually, let me take that back. Yeah, that's got to be pretty dope. Where's this ever been linked to Tom Brady? Oh, every time. When they come out for, for the games in New England. Oh, yeah. That's how I, I knew it. The Boston, okay. Huh. I, I, I think I you're, I think you're watching The Departed. Yeah, no, I, I, I played in New Departed. England a few no, no, times, no, no. and I never remember hearing this. No? Every yeah. time they would make it a point to be on the telecast, the broadcast, when they were coming out, they played this. When did they start playing it then? Because we played know. them in the playoffs in 2011. I don't know, but they, they certainly were coming out it's to this. 12 year. 100 uh, percent by the I way call this you, you want to know who's the most irish nfl team who's that you want to know who's celebrating saint patrick's day more so than anyone else who's Ooh. that it's the green bay packers and reason being is they signed our good lad old patty o'donnell he's uh, been recently signed former bears punter <laughs> oh, old wow. patty o'donnell has now signed with the green <laughs> Bay Packers. Oh, wow. Out of, uh, that, out of Miami. How, I went to, how went to school with you. You could do the Racist. imitations and impressions of it, but you're you're Irish. Like, how does yeah. that work? 
Yeah, like, well, me, me granddaddy. <laughs> me grand, oh, Tommy O'Quinn. What? <laughs> uh, Lavar, you, you know you can talk normal because you're Irish, so you can, yeah. you don't have to even use your your Irish. It doesn't sound as good that yeah, way. Yeah, that's true. Right. I, I was somebody said, lad, you know. <laughs> they go out there. You play with your heart. You play with your heart. Play with your heart. Yes. What do we have if we have no freedom? You know? I mean, golly. That was one of the best speeches, by the way. Yeah, yeah, it was Scottish. Yeah. 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 It was Scottish. That's close. They get confused oftentimes. Uh, All right. So uh, we've got. uh, I totally just messed that one all the way up, huh? But weren't they fighting Ireland? You know what it was, though? It was was a little racist, but that's all right. Yeah, 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 you know, thank you. Thank you. Wait, but did William Wall. Did William Wallen, didn't, he, didn't he team up with people from Ireland? He teamed up with Irish people, right? Well, yeah, I mean, well, Irish people fight each other. Irish people are looking for a fight in general. But yeah. I'm just saying, in Braveheart, <laughs> in Braveheart, yeah. didn't they team up? You remember the one, uh, the, the dude that was real, like, kind of off? He was from Ireland. He's like, that's my island. You know, he's yeah. like, that's my island. You know, all right. Well, I think of the movie uh, Far and Away. That's where a lot okay. of fighting was done. I'm trying Tom to get Cruise. away from this I, conversation. I, 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 I'm, I'm sure there was some <laughs> Irish maybe involved, but I think it was Scotland versus England, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> right. But I think these big artists. That was, there we go. That was Brady but during I, a Notre Dame I USC felt like game. People from Ireland were meeting up with William Wallace to help, if I recall correctly. Yeah, you know, listen, it happens. I, I mean, was a uh, big Braveheart fan, you know, and I, I felt like I was listening to to William Wallace when I was listening to Brady O'Quinn. Like, oh, you know, that's I, good. Well, I got to be very careful in these conversations. You know, I'm the minority in this situation, so <laughs> got to be real careful. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, is. all right. I All guess right. I'm the minority, period. Is, uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm the minority. <laughs> now that I think about it, I guess I'm the minority, period. Okay. All, All right. It go. is uh, right. two pros, Nick up and Joe here, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, coming up, uh, well, you guys tell me if you're okay with this. I'm just going to throw something out. I have put together a top five list. Uh, nope, most not most, okay with it. Well, listen, nope. just just nope. hear me out. I, just, nope. Just hear me nah, out. I'm messing with you. Go ahead. Most impactful slash influential Irish people, according to this show, for our listeners. All right, top five list. All right, very top. Listen, so this is good. This is really hard hitting stuff here. All right, so you tell me whether or not you guys want it in about twelve minutes from now. I got a list. I, mean, right? I, I don't think I want it. I, okay. I know you really want this to happen, okay. so I'll I'll vote because it's St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. I'll be in a great mood all day long. I'm voting for it, so you can do whatever okay. this is. I just is, feel yeah. like this takes me into some deep waters, man. And what do you mean? You know, I don't know. I just feel like this is a deep water setup for me, topic wise. I just I'm it's just saying it's you know the most uh, impactful uh, you know, people my, of Irish descent. You know when my Irish descent ancestors came here, we dropped the Mick from our our name and just went with Arrington. Mick so Arrington, that, so that we could you know kind of you know just. Make our rounds and and go undetected. You Thought know, it was O Arrington. Yeah, yeah. It, it is well, now. It? You know, Mick but but back in back in the it day, it was, it was definitely Mick. <laughs> it is know, now. Back, back back original. The originals. Oh, it was man. it was Mick Arrington. I mean, I, oh. we actually were O'Quinn, yeah. and then we did drop it. We changed the spelling as well. Oh, so, so what are you yeah. trying to say? We weren't actually Mick Arrington, huh? I, no, I'm just saying. Capital like, M, little literally, C, my big family a, used to know? spell it K W I N N instead of Q U I N N, and we dropped the O. How about that? 
Yeah. We dropped the MC and just stay with the A, man. Yeah. You know, Arrington, you know. Um, Mick Arrington. What about you know? uh, Vaughn? What about uh, what about <laughs> Vaughn McMiller? Uh, what about Vaughn O'Miller? Uh, how, what do you think about Vaughn O'Miller? Yeah, you're just uh, married to the O thing right now. Well, huh? I just see you know, the O brothers. Uh, that's, that's where this has come from. We're the O brothers. Uh, right? how, what do you think of uh, Vaughn? Can't be a part of the O brothers crew. You know, he just we're, got we're a, on our own crew. He just got a six year deal, though. I mean, when yeah, you get I mean, a six year unless he's going to pay us to be a part of our our. Our crew, he can't be a part of it. Anybody surprised by the? Uh, That's the, a lot of money. <laughs> one hundred and twenty million. It's a long deal. He's thirty-two. Like, were people yeah. talking about him maybe retiring if they if they wanted all that? It, I mean, I know he was kind of part of that group. But a happy early birthday to uh, Von Miller. He turns uh, thirty-three in like a week and a half, so uh, he's going to be uh, apparently in Buffalo for a long time. Fifty-one plus guaranteed. Uh, and then you see what Chandler Jones got from the Raiders. I, I don't know. It just feels like the Chandler Jones deal they're basically they're the same age it just feels like that one makes a little bit more sense because it's a shorter term deal i mean this there has to be some outs in this right and in, in the von miller contract because it I, I i just find it hard to believe that they would look at this and go we'll pay a pass rusher. there would have to be it he got be 51 million guaranteed at signing which essentially makes this um since he's getting paid about 20 million a year it makes it a two-year deal okay th- th- that's what this is it's a two-year deal then we'll see that's that's how this usually works uh, I'm sure they tried to fit it within their cap structure, but my God, Brandon lot. Bean. <laughs> I mean, look at what he's invested, though, in in the edge rushers over the course of the last few years. I mean, whether it's the draft or now, I guess, free agency, they're being very clear about what their intentions are. I mean, they've drafted – think about this. Last year in the draft, Gregory Russo in the first round, all right? Uh, the kid out of, out of Miami, he, he sat out that year, but tall, fantastic player. Yeah. Uh, the year before that, they took A.J. Epinesa, who was one of the better edge rushers in the second round of that year's draft. Oh, and by the way, last year, he took uh, Carlos Boogie Basham in the second round of last year's draft as well. He took Ed Oliver in the 2019 nice. draft in the first round. He's now signed on Von Miller uh, to replace Jerry Hughes and Mario Addison, who, who – by the way, might not necessarily be gone. They could come back for a, uh, a more economical deal. But time and time again, he has loaded up this front with edge rusher after edge rusher and the ability to get after opposing quarterbacks. And, and reason being, because he obviously needs them to match up with the Kansas City Chiefs. That's who you have to get by, typically. Maybe it's the Bengals now. But that's usually who everyone's aiming at and saying, this is the team we've got to be able to beat. Uh, man. Their defense has been really good. I mean, they've been ranked high. They they have overachieved. They just continue to come up short in the bigger games. But I think they're trending in the right direction. I, I just I'm still a, a tad bit like, do you really believe that Von Miller is that answer? Like they clearly believe it. Like we had this conversation about Randy Gregory yesterday, right? Like they clearly believe that he's an answer for one of their questions to to the tune that they paid him. I, I just wonder, like, do you really buy it? Like, can he make it through an entire season? And, and uh, like, it – oh, man, it, it's, 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 a, it's a tremendous investment for someone that, you know, if you're really, really looking at it and you're breaking it down, that's, that's a tremendously big que- – this – I don't know if it's bigger because he's done more. Like he came on and he played really well at, at the end of the playoffs. So let, take nothing away from that. 
But if I'm looking at just like the track record of what what this could end up being, and even kind of what he looked like, he just doesn't look as as explosive. He doesn't he doesn't look as as Von Millerish as as he has looked. And and if you feel like it's it's worth that investment, knowing that coming into it, I mean. You know, the Chargers made that investment in Khalil Mack, and they certainly don't really know what they're getting yet. So I guess there's a lot of choices, a lot of a lot of betting going on with, with these contracts that are being given out. Well, uh, Buffalo is the favorite now to win the Super Bowl. Now, they were, they've been the favorite for a couple of days, so it's not like the Von Miller signing uh, pushed them over the top. But the feeling from, uh, you know, the market out there uh, in, in pretty much every sports book I've seen is that Buffalo is the favorite, uh, followed by uh, any, you know, any order of uh, Kansas City, Tampa, and Green Bay. You know so, why? Yeah. I think everyone's anticipating them getting the number one overall seed. And so things going through Buffalo, I, I think that's what that's about. Because I, I still think Kansas City, at least in my mind, is the team you got to get through. Yeah. And I, I think even Cincinnati would admit that. It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Uh, coming up next, uh, a top five I list. I was still playing football. Uh, uh, getting paid? <laughs> getting paid? I get paid with one knee. Uh, we have got a... Well, uh, I did get paid with one knee. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. We have got a, uh, a top five list uh, that is uh, probably the most worthless list uh, ever been put together on sports radio, but it is special to the listening audience. It's yours right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it, you listen to it, I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Coming up uh, top of next hour, we've got uh, some more reporting being done on the uh, the latest drama show in the NFL. We'll get into that conversation with you here uh, on FSR. Uh, so, um... I was toying with a list of uh, like most recognizable, influential, uh, you know, people of Irish descent, um, and uh, you know, I figured, you know, I put together a top five list here for the uh, for the audience to celebrate St. Patty's Day, and um, just to show you how hard it is to crack this top five, uh, I just I, I want to give you guys uh, you know some names here, and before I do, I want to let you know we are brought to you by Indeed. Hiring, heating up, Indeed's hiring platform makes it easy to attract screen and interview candidates all in one place sponsor a post and instantly receive a short list of quality candidates on indeed whose resumes match your job description visit indeed.com slash credit so these are the names that did not make the list all right so if we have any uh you know uh just irish theme uh, game show music here or uh list me i mean listen uh it's an oldie but it's a goodie we just use this song for all of them <laughs> it's a new audience yeah. all right okay it's, uh, all right. that's cool <laughs> listen Let's go. 
<laughs> it's a very limited uh, very you know, c- uh, category very racist, uh, catalog we have here. Uh, all right, so racist. these are the uh, the names of Irish descent that did not make the top five list uh, most recognizable, uh, according uh, to, to me on this show. Uh, Bono, uh, the lead singer of U2. A lot of people would uh, say, are they the biggest Irish uh, band, Brady? I would say U2 as far yeah, as... Yeah, I, I, I would say they are probably... They're probably number one because of record sales, etc. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think who would be who would be higher. Nice I mean, the Irish too. the Irish Rovers, I think, are more like famous in that sense for like obviously being Irish, but it, it, it'd definitely be you too. Um, here are some of the others that did not make the top five: uh, the Boston Celtics logo, oh. uh, Sinead O'Connor, oh. uh, yeah. Dolores O'Riordan, the lead singer of the Cranberries, uh, the late yep. great Dolores O'Riordan, uh, Xavier McDaniel. Uh, oh, he did wow. not make the top five list. Uh, the Notre Dame mascot, which is uh, you know Xavier McDaniel. McDaniel. He's, yeah. that is He's literally a leprechaun. What's wrong with Xavier McDaniel? You're going to slide that one in there. You're going to slip that one in there. Uh, Xavier uh, McDaniel. And then uh, last but not least, uh, Arthur Guinness, uh, the creator of Guinness Beer. Uh, he did not make the top five list. Uh, so, this is uh, a terrible list. Uh, t- okay, all right. This, well, is, uh, this is the worst thing you've ever done on All right. So, uh, well, that's debatable. You should listen to the weekend show. Uh, all right. So here it is. Uh, this is the top five list uh, from five all the way to one of uh, most influential or recognizable, should be a better term, recognizable uh, you know, people. People of Irish descent. Number uh, for five. Listening here. Uh, Conor McGregor. Uh, Conor McGregor listed at number five. Uh, this is a guy who has uh, changed the fight game. Uh, he is, uh, you know, he's got uh, proper 12 whiskey in the works. Uh, yeah, he's lost a lot of fights recently, but never mind that. He's a multimillionaire. He made money off of fighting uh, Floyd Mayweather. Number four. Uh, the. Uh, <laughs> Lucky the Leprechaun, uh, the Lucky Charms mascot. I feel like uh, who hasn't had a bowl of Lucky Charms? Uh, Lucky the Leprechaun is a guy uh, who I believe a lot of people have seen uh, every morning when they wake Tony up. Tony the Tiger. No, oh, listen, that's oh. uh, I think that's racist. Oh, he's by not the way. Irish. Oh, uh, number three. Uh, number three. <laughs> um, Vince McMahon. Oh, wow. uh, yeah. So we'll yeah, go Vince go. McMahon, McMahon uh, number right. three. Just because it's McMahon. Yeah, it's an I- Irish I mean, descent. He, he, you didn't hear him use Xavier McDaniel. Yeah. Come on, Brady. Uh, X-Man. Oh, my God. Number two on this list, Brady Quinn. Yes. Brady Quinn is number two. Uh, And uh, last but not least, the most recognizable name of Irish descent. Number one. Oh, wow. Ronald McDonald. Ronald McDonald, number one. Uh, So there it is, your top five list. Uh, most recognizable uh, Irish uh, people of Irish so, descent so, so uh, here on this show. How's that? Le- Liam, Liam isn't Liam on there. Neeson, Liam is not on is there. Liam Neeson Irish? Oh my gosh! Are you being serious? Is right he now? really? Oh my! Gosh. I don't know. Listen, I I did not know. I mean, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, the guy does the same role every movie. Do you know I mean, who what we're gonna do? That's I true. have a very pronounced set of skills yeah it, it's the same thing every this will movie will be painful you will die very yeah. slowly <laughs> same, so is same that your Liam Neeson yeah <laughs> yeah come on yes yeah <laughs> that's Enya, your uh... Enya's on, on that list as well she's yeah, a singer I know. she's I a vocalist know, but, and but it, she's she's pretty awesome Book just, of Days is one of my most favorite songs Enya yeah she's it has awesome. moved me to tears <laughs> once or twice in my yeah, life yeah Van Morrison Big yeah. Van Morrison you're a big fan of Enya, huh, Yeah, I am. Enya. <laughs> In your face like a can of mace. 
Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.